I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And this is The Aftermath of Sex. I'm a certified nurse midwife. And I'm a registered nurse. And this is not medical advice. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, we're recording. We're recording. Here we are. Here we are. I was taking a drink. I didn't realize she was going to do that or <laughs> I, I would have wasted. I know. She said, are you ready? And I said, yes. And then, <laughs> and then I was she ready though? I don't know. Maybe you need some more DC. Maybe. For those of One you. One is enough. Then for me, probably. Don't know about DC. It's Diet Coke. <laughs> That's the DC. It is. Yeah. I think it's caught on in some instances. Some people know what I m- mean. Yeah. Yeah. My family knows. Your family knows. I knew what you like, were talking hey, about. Like, hey, I need a DC. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyway. <laughs> well, how have you been? I've been busy and good. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you in a year. It's been a while. It's There's been, been so many family things and yeah. events happening that we need to be a part of. Yeah. And so we haven't seen each other. No, we haven't. Which is really not fun for no. me. Yeah, but here so, we are. Here we are. It's good. We're on the couch. We are. I we're forgot right. to set up a recording. Yep, you're right. I just we're, realized that. <laughs> we're doing real good today. I know. We're struggling. That's okay. We're um, we're still going to have a good time. Yeah. Well, I, I told you this, but I went to go pick up my daughter in, from school and because I thought she needed picked up, but I had already made other arrangements. And so I get there and then she's not there. I mean, that's just where I'm at, you know? You know, well, I think that's better than me who has to set a reminder on my phone, like an alarm that says, don't forget your child. Yeah. Because it's worse to not have a plan. (laughs) And they're like, hey, is there anybody showing up? Yeah. And you're like, oh, they should have been there. Oh, wait, it was me. Oh, Oh, you're right. Okay, here I come. Here I come. <laughs> I'm coming. I swear I love my child. I know. Yeah. 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 Just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. I caught a baby in the ER the other day. Oh, fun. Yeah. Well, that's a good time. It's always a good time. Like in in a room in the ER? In, in the trauma bay. Okay. Well, lucky. For the non-trauma of yeah. birth. <laughs> but it's actually good because there's a lot of space in there's there. There's so much space in there. A mom and a baby. Yeah. It was great. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a good time. I do try to avoid that if at possible. I was so hopeful but, you know. that I could have checked her and said, let's go upstairs. Mm-hmm. But I checked her and there was hair. In so so that wasn't there was a good no choice. going upstairs. Yeah. 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 I recently had a had a patient that I had to make that decision split second. Am I going to stay down here or are we just going to go for it? And she couldn't really speak to me. Mm-hmm. And because she was clearly in labor, right? like the end of labor. Of labor. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah, you know, and I just looked at her husband and I was thinking and I, I was just like, you know what, we're just going to do it. And I looked at her husband and I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to go. And she was in the wheelchair and I ran with her in the wheelchair. Okay. She was not in the wheelchair like n- normal people sit in the wheelchair. No, because she they have cheek it. It no, she was totally backwards in the wheelchair. Oh, she was on her yeah. knees. Yep. <laughs> but it was good. It, you know, it was okay. Hold on, I could just speak to you I, running, running down the. And running. let me just tell you that everybody who knows me knows that I run only for two reasons: one, to save a life, or to get to my unit to have a baby. Yeah. Or I run from mosquitoes, but that I was running and. <laughs> And her husband is just cheesing the whole time. He's just so excited. He has no idea what's going on internally oh, inside me, right? You know, because I'm like, you know, just keeping it calm. And I mean, while we're running, but but I'm just like, oh Lord, please don't let me have this baby in the in the, in the elevator. elevator. Yeah, because then I would have made the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> did you make the right choice? I did. Wonderful. We got there. She she delivered. It's a beautiful delivery in a yeah. room. I mean, barely, but you know. But you were there, and you had all the things you need. Yeah, and there was no and all the extra people, people who were scared. Exactly, <laughs> because those ER nurses—if you're one of them—it's not your favorite thing. These pregnant it's ladies. It's like me trying to do CPR. That is not. I my don't want to do it. I yeah. can. Yeah, but I, I would rather to. not. I'd rather <laughs> save a mama's perineum mm-hmm. any day than any do day. chest compressions. I agree, <laughs> amen, sister. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good time though. 
I love it. I do have to tell you. So this time last year is about the time when we were coming up on our one year. Oh my gosh, you're so right. We're not yeah. quite there yet. We're not right? quite there yet. But this time last year, we have this this float thing that we do. This homecoming float. Oh right. And so we're doing that right now. Oh my gosh. And I just wanted to tell you. Is about it a grocery it. cart? Yeah, it's a grocery no, cart. No, not again. Yeah, every year it's a grocery cart. But oh. let me tell you. So I was. That's what we oh, build them on. Get a grocery cart. To, we get yeah, a grocery yeah, yeah, cart yeah. to build the float okay. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just if you don't know, if you haven't listened to this episode, our school is very small. We're like a CTE school, and we don't have like a football team. So we do our homecoming. It was originally around our hockey team, but we don't have that either anymore. So we just do it around October, November. And so we build our floats on our shopping cart instead of like a traditional, like, uh, what are the things? Float? Yeah, or like a trailer. Trailer oh, is the word yeah, I was looking yeah. for. And we parade around our school with these floats. It, it's a competition between the different clusters, you know, and so I'm the health cluster, obviously. Last and year, she like legit had the best. We won! Yeah. We're going to win this year again. I'm almost positive. Okay, let me tell you the theme. Okay, yeah, I can't wait. The theme is um, uh, It's woodland. so good she couldn't even remember. Yeah, no, it's woodland theme. Okay, and so I'm wait, like... woodland? Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, that's lame. Why isn't it Halloween for one? Whoever made that... It was, the kids voted. It's whatever. Woodland but, in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I was like, oh man, how are we going to do this, Ticks. right? And no, it's, oh. it's better. It's better. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, too late. Anyway, <laughs> we um, t- are doing... Are you ready for Oh, it? my gosh. I can't wait. You look so funny. You're Snow so White and the Seven Dwarfs. Wait, what? Yeah, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Because there's... Wait, hold on. How is that... Go- yeah. Uh, okay, because so they're sneezy? No, doesn't have to do with that. Oh. Anyway, well, so you don't have to tie it into your cluster. Oh, you don't? But... I you always should, do because right? you should, right? But it's not like on the So this year one. you were like, nah. No. Nah, My bro. kids, I was like, you guys, how are we going to do this? Okay. And I am in a room full of amazing yeah. young humans, right? With these great ideas. And so, well, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is in the forest, right? It's yeah, in the forest. Woodland. And so then we started brainstorming, how can we make this like for healthcare? And so <laughs> we <laughs> have a couple different approaches. So the apple is poison, right? Oh, okay. So we have, I just want you to picture on a bed, on a medical bed, because we'll take our bed, we have to take our beds apart to get them into the hallway. Oh my god. But gosh. I have like a an old, probably from the 90s, like medical bed. Okay. So Snow White is going to be on there. Okay. And Snow White is this very large male boy with a beard. And- <laughs> But he just wanted to do it. Actually, everyone was like, he's going to do it. Everyone like nominated him. And okay. I, and he um, is really good at fitting into things that maybe he shouldn't fit into, but he gets them on. Oh so my I gosh, just ha- that is so funny. No, it's funny. It's actually going to be really great. It's, yeah. We're going to have a good time. And I just happened to have a Snow White costume, like, I think big enough for him. I don't know. He's a, we'll see. In my closet, which is weird, but I do. <laughs> So I was like, this you guys, coming, I have- this isn't going in so many directions. I'm so confused. Okay. What I want so, you to picture okay. is this big burly man. Okay. With a beard. Okay. In a Snow White costume. Okay. okay and he's laying on this medical bed. Like passed a Snow White from, passed out, right? From poison. She, from poison. From this poison apple. Oh, also, we are giving the judges caramel apples. <gasps> Bribery. Seriously. I love it. Yes, I know. That's it's great. great. Um, is uh, it poison? No, but it's covered in green glitter. Ooh, green edible glitter. Edible glitter. You gotta like yeah, that. Okay. So anyway, then the prince is gonna come and he- and kiss Snow White. Well, that would be inappropriate at school. Probably. Right. So well, first, first he's gonna do as we're going down the hall. This is hilarious. He's gonna be doing CPR. Oh, this is yeah, right. He's doing CPR, right? I'm really hoping this doesn't go bad. Like, you know. Like, he doesn't bump and fall and actually, like, really put a whole lot of pressure on this guy. He's a big guy. He'll be fine. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the ways this can go wrong with a bunch of teenagers. But it's okay. We're going to have a good time. And so oh then gosh. he's going. And then um, he's going to be handed a Hershey kiss. Oh, my god! And gosh. he's going to pop the Hershey kiss into Snow White's mouth. And Snow that's, White's going to come alive. That's great. Isn't that great? I love that so much. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be really great. I so we're that's wonderful. 
we're almost done because I was gone at a conference last week. So we worked on it the week before and it's coming along. And we have like these giant tree hats. And we have butterflies and we have flowers That's that so like cool. that, that the kids are dressing up as and they like make it. and the bunnies and little forest. Anyway, it's really fun. So I will have to tell you when we win yes. again. I really hope we do. It's really, really good. I mean, oh. we, the cottage, the cart is the cottage. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have Dopey like hanging out the window, oh, smiling. I, I love that. That's yeah. great. It's so great. Yeah. We have the bottom of the cart. Yeah. It's like a... um. It's like a cave, right? Yeah. Because they're miners. And yeah, then yeah, we yeah. made a hundred gems with Ooh, glitter and glitter. To put in there. Yeah, and they're all in there. And so it looks like a cave with oh cool. With gems and we'll have some lights, so they'll twinkle That's and sparkle. Really the custodial staff really hates us. Why bet they yeah, do because the you got all the glitter everywhere. It's terrible. I always yeah. have to go warn her that this is happening and just to stay out of my room, I'll clean it up. Oh. I actually left a note on my door that said, please leave this for me for in the morning and I will clean it up. <laughs> oh, shoot. It's that bad. It's bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it's going to be worth it if we win, you know, and if we, if we don't win, we're going to come in a close second. Okay. We have to. Those other, I can't those wait. other clusters, they're not going to, they're not going to, anyway, gonna, we should talk about. They don't have you. Well, there is that, <laughs> but they are actually pretty awesome too. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. yeah. You're legit though. I am legit excited, excitable. Like I, sorry, there was something. I get, there. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. I get very excited, you yeah, know, about stuff, and then the kids laugh at me, but then it gets them excited, and yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, guess what? You know, and yeah, they're like, oh, what? And then we're all excited together, and so then that gets stuff done, you know. Yeah, get them excited. Is your jacket feathered? It is, and I'm losing. I think feathers. you're feathering. <laughs> I am feathering. You know what? I but have- it's warmer in here today. It's so much warmer. It feels comfortable. But I do need to get a new jacket. I had a student I, tell me recently, last year, and she's been graduated now for almost two, a year and a half. And she was like, Miss Eilers, you should get a new jacket. You've had that for the whole time I've known you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe I should. So I, now it's, You've had that jacket for like at least seven years. But you were literally feathering. I, yeah. I think It's, it's so funny because she's getting really animated and feathers are flying. <laughs> Okay, I'll get a new coat. <laughs> anyway, so that was a um, lot about what's going I on, but it. I did want to share That's that because so it was it's fun, and I think that people like to hear it. Yeah, especially when I come back and tell them we won. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I think that your idea is great. Yeah, it's the kids. It was all the kids. Yeah, I just helped to put together the idea and yeah. like what's feasible because they have these grand ideas, and right. I'm like, okay, well, how are you going to do that? And then they're like, well, I don't know. I was like, well, then we can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like let's think not, of something possible. Like think of something yeah. that we have in the room with all the cardboard. You yeah. Know? So there's lots of cardboard things happening. I like it. Anyway, it's gonna be really fun. I like that a lot. Yeah. So okay. I just want to re- um, mind everybody. everybody. Yeah. To please send a story. Yes. I don't care what kind of story it is, as long as it's pertaining to what we like to hear on this <laughs> podcast. Um, send a story, but about... we really love the birth stories. People oh my love gosh, them. we love birth. Stories. You guys love the birth stories. We actually, I know you're waiting for one, and we have one that's mm-hmm. going to come out. I promise. Yeah. Um, but we're just wanting it to be enough. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, don't worry. There are there yeah. is another one coming. But the more people you tell to write their story, the more we can share. Yeah. And so you can go to our website at www dot the aos 411.com or if you click in the show notes at the end mm-hmm. or in the for this episode or any other episode um there's a link that you can click on that you could share and then one of the ways um to help us be seen more which i think is now starting to happen but if you can just hit like on the episode give us a review that'll boost us up so other people will start listening and then we'll get more and more stories yeah so if you can spend like two seconds of your day to do that, that would really, really help support us. Yeah. And if you send your your story yeah. and you give us your address, if you use the form and give us our, your address, then we'll send you some stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, not just any sticker, obviously, our sticker. Our sticker. Our sticker. Our logo. Yeah. yeah. Megan sent some stickers out. I did. She's She's on it. Well, it took a minute. So if it takes a minute, I promise that they're coming. But yeah. we're, just, we're just pretty busy around here. So yeah. But I did get them all out to the people who have sent them since we started that. You're the best. So are you. I, Should- yeah. Well, 
I don't know about that, but well, yeah, you are. okay, You're yeah. Good. Um, thank you for that. Yeah. So you have a good topic today. I'm excited about this topic, and I think on the surface, you know, what does it have to do with women's health? Well, we're going to talk about why it has to do with women's. Oh, health. it's very much has to do with women's health. Yeah, it's very prevalent, and also I just have I I I have them. Yeah, and they're they are pretty severe and pretty impactful in my life. Like I've changed things about my life because of them. Like, yeah, you know, certain, and it's for my own insecurities, but they're, we're um, talking you know, about varicose, varicose veins. veins. Sorry, varicose veins, people. <laughs> we're talking about varicose veins, <laughs> which ha- is very pertinent to um, women's health. Yeah, Cause in it's so many different ways. Yeah. And they're just, it's more, we're going to get into. And I'm really hopeful that you talk about vulvar varicose. I am going to, I'm mostly going to talk about them in the legs because that's where they're most common, but I am going to talk to them. Okay. Talk about each of the places that they can occur. Yeah. And those are like the worst. They are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get there. Okay. Great. Okay. So what are varicose veins you ask? Yeah. Yeah. What are they? (laughs) enlighten me yeah so they are they happen when the valves and the veins become like weak or damaged and so this leads to blood pooling and like increased pressure within those affected vessels so and then this causes like this appearance of these veins that you can see you know like a on the skin, on the, the, on the surface is the word I was looking so for. So little, um, some people call them spider veins. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're a little different. Than they, the spider veins, veins are a little different. I'm not going to talk mm-hmm. really about the spider veins, mm-hmm. but, um, but how they all occur is about the same. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on kind of what vessels they're affecting. Um, Anyway, the increase in this pressure within the vein because of these faulty valves causes the veins to stretch and bulb. And then this results in their characteristic appearances like these enlarged, twisted veins. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the history. Okay. I okay. love when you go into the history. I, history is really fun. So um, actually, like the early Actually, history is not fun in many aspects. No, it's not. It was actually terrible in a lot of ways, but it's very interesting. I love history medicine medical history yeah but like war history i hate yeah yeah i don't hate it as in terms of like history is important to know where we were so Mm -hmm. we can see where we're at sure but i just didn't enjoy that as a topic but medically medical history is so fascinating history is like it's so fun especially i've not realized how much i enjoy the history of medicine um until, Until I doing this podcast, started this podcast, I, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I, I know. love the history of medicine." It really is. Yeah. It's really interesting. So varicose vein history. So there are very early recorded uh, recordings of evidence of varicose veins, and it dates back way back to ancient civilization. So we'll go through some of the times. Really? I'll kind of go in a timeline. So um, the Edwin Smith papyrus. So this is an Egyptian medical text from around 1600, and there were different papyruses yeah. over the years, but they're ancient medical texts. And um, this was around 1600 BC, and it describes the symptoms and treatment options for varicose veins. It suggests using like a mixture of herbs and minerals to alleviate the discomfort, uh-huh. which I thought was interesting. That well, yeah, because obviously people have been suffering with this for a long time. So yeah. Um, Hippocrates, he had an interesting thought, right? Because he had the four humors that he was going off of. Um, so he mentioned varicose veins in his writings during the 5th century BC. And he believed that these swollen veins were caused by an excess of the black bile in the body. Yeah. And okay. then he had some recommendations for various herbal treatments and stuff. But because it was what the yellow bile, the black bile, the phlegm, blood, like were the four humors. Oh, I and know. So, right. And honestly, I have, I've read, I've tried to understand the four humors and I have a hard time understanding the yeah. four humors because, well, it's not accurate. And so that's maybe why it doesn't make sense in my brain. Right. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. It, but it's interesting. That is very interesting. So he thought it was the black bile that was the problem. So then going uh, forward to the Middle Ages. So this is between like the fifth. I know you're like, when were the Middle Ages? And we've had this conversation before on this podcast. So I made sure to include that. Thank you. So this is. (laughs) (laughs) Is that for me? Yeah. The Middle Ages actually spans over many, many centuries. So from the fifth, uh, fifth century to the late 15th century. 
Oh, wow. So. It's the Middle Ages. Okay. And not a lot happened during the Middle Ages because um, there were lots of laws against like experimenting and research yes. on humans. And so it was really, you couldn't really do it. It was you know? sacrilegious. Or- it was. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. So um, anyway, there were some, during this time, there were some scholars that continued to study varicose veins based on like earlier texts, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, so an influential per- Persian physician from the 11th century, um, Avicenna, Avicenna, I think is how you say it. Anyway, um, he described varicose veins as diseased blood vessels, which is accurate, really. What do diseased you think about it? Diseased blood, blood vessels. vessels. Okay. And he went further to say caused by the weakened valves within them. So like, how did he know that? In the 11th century. No idea. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was pretty progressive. Yeah. Um, Because it was still kind of during this Middle Ages yeah. time. So I don't know what he did. You know, there was a lot of shady stuff going on back well, then sure. with stuff. So, I mean, it's not like people just didn't do this stuff right. or research stuff. Well, you know? I was listening to a, a podcast the mm-hmm. other day and it was talking about how um, there was like some really suspicious quote unquote medical murders oh, going yeah. on oh, yeah. so that they would have like a fresh yeah. body yes. to yes and i'm like oh that my really gosh. happened I, and it it i'm i <laughs> you're speechless I, like how are we killing innocent people so we could for just the sake of like science, it, science. and or well it's not that people in medicine wanted that but they want like fresh Dead mm-hmm. bodies was a high commodity and yeah. paid big yeah. money for, especially for the learning institutions, yeah. schools. And so then you're not so good um, people like your yeah. uh, serial killers were sure. like, oh, this this is lucrative. Yeah. Let me right. just go kill a whole bunch of people. Right. And and the people who have like no value of human life. Human know, life. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy. I know. It is crazy. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's good. That, it's, that's all that'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, this Persian physician from the 11th century, he recommended compression therapy using tight bandages and garments to improve blood flow and swelling. So that basically, is what we do now. That's so basically, he had it figured out back then. <laughs> he had it figured out in the 11th century. Okay. I mean, that's it. That's it. Right? That's the history. That's the- <laughs> it's over. Compress, bandage, done. Done. Yep. Good um, episode, Megan. That was great. <laughs> I love I loved it. It was so wonderful. Oh, very good. Okay, well, I'm gonna continue. Oh, sure. All right, very good. Because we have, because because we still have like the rest of history. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Reda- during the Renaissance era, which was between the between 1450 and 1650. Okay. Um, there was a lot of advancement in medicine now, right? Because yeah. they had kind of lifted these laws. People could. Uh, or, they, you know, maybe their views changed, right. like a lot changed. And so they were able to um, actually do some research on actual humans. And um, there was some pretty groundbreaking work um, that was done by Andreas Vesilius. Oh, Andreas Vesilius. Wow, that sounded okay, good. there we go. Um, and he provided like a lot of illustrations of human anatomy, including the Venus structure based on you know, dissections and stuff like that. So, so we were finally able to like have a more comprehensive view of the human body, like on paper for people to study and look at like we do now. Can you imagine being one of the first people to map the vascular system? How amazing would that be? And how difficult? I mean, yeah. I didn't really think about it that way. How do you even figure it out? I don't know. Because there's bifurcations. That there's go, so like, many things. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ambrose Pere, a French surgeon from the 16th century. We've talked about Ambrose before. Have we? Yeah. Okay. He sounds very familiar. Yeah, he probably is. Um, he introduced some new surgical techniques for treating um varicose veins and he advocated for ligation and so this is a procedure that involves like tying off the affected veins to redirect blood flow and um and there's different ways to do this and we're going to talk about this because this is what we do today yeah like it's amazing that i mean we've had some 
you know, a few advancements and stuff and maybe more knowledge about it. There's been tons and tons of studies done on effectiveness of different treatments and procedures, but like they, they really had a really good handle on this way back centuries ago, which I just think is probably more painful procedures. Unfortunately. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We've improved. Uh, We've improved our ways. Yeah, we're no longer like super barbaric. We used to do yeah, barbaric. I know things. it's true. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Can I just tell you, yeah. like, one of the things that I, I thought in my brain is mm-hmm. when I watched open heart surgery for the first time, and they were taking a vein from the leg. Yeah, and when have I talked tell, told you about this? I before? don't know. So I'm just the, interested. The, um, so I'm watching like up where anesthesia usually is if I have a patient head yeah. and I'm, I've watched now the ribs be cracked open uh-huh. and now, um, they're ready to put this patient on bypass, uh-huh. which is, I'm going to tell you, wild. it's just a machine yeah. on the side right. that's like circulating blood. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, they took this huge long like three foot uh-huh. vein yeah. and they just whipped it out yeah. of the leg. Yep. The heart's not beating. That's amazing. We're working on it. Yeah. And now here comes out this, this big giant. long <laughs> top, like, and he just pulls it out. And I was like, wow. whoa, where, wow. where am I? What is happening right now? <laughs> this is one of the coolest things I've ever it, seen in my whole life. Yeah. I would love to see that. that it was really so great. cool. Yeah. And I'm probably not even explaining it right. This is my nursing brain like baby yes as a trying you know, to yeah. take things in and just be like oh wow i you know yeah it was pretty incredible yeah. and um i was like wow that's a big piece of vein yeah. to be stripping out of that leg now where is the blood flow in the leg going to go yeah but there's but it, more there's so many more yeah. right and when i first learned about treatments of varicose veins many years ago I had a hard time understanding that. Yeah. You know? And so I, I have a better understanding of it now, but it is real. But that's basically what they do to treat these veins. Too. Yes. They just take them out sometimes. We'll get there. Or they glue them. Oh, yes. Yes. I think that's pretty cool. Okay. Can, sorry. Go um, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Cement glue them. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to talk about that, though. So oh. maybe you can mention that when we get there. I don't really know the technique very well. Okay. Um. Okay, so now we're in the modern modern era, okay, yeah. the 19th century. So um, surgeons began experimenting with this vein stripping and the sclerotherapy. Yeah. So like what you're describing, you know, that would probably be considered sclerotherapy. Um, anyway, and the vein stripping involved surgically removing the affected veins, just like you kind yeah. of described. And while the sclerotherapy um, involves injecting a solution of some sort. Maybe that's what you're talking about or something that then just closes the veins off. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably, we just had two different words. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that. Okay. So let's talk about different locations that you can have varicose veins. Now, when you think about it, we have veins everywhere. So this can happen anywhere. Right. And you know which one I just realized that I did not mention. So I'll just mention it now, but I don't have additional information. But you can get them in your esophagus, too. You can get like esophageal varicosities, um, which, which is, can you imagine? Like, Well, it's really dangerous, it's, too. Yeah, totally. I mean, and they can if they rupture. If you have a, so I've, I've recently done some research on... Oh esophageal varices interesting go ahead um and if you have a larger one and it spontaneously ruptures you can bleed to death in yeah. moments yes yes i did know that about it's that very scary it's very scary yeah and yeah yeah and it scary. can be you know it can be um brought on by certain diseases mm-hmm. yeah. and there's more people that are prevalent to get the that you know esophageal varices versus yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so those ones are pretty scary. The all the rest of them can are fairly benign. Yeah. You know, and so um the most common place that you're gonna see them is in the lower extremities, specifically like the legs and feet. Um approximately 23% of adults actually suffer from varicose veins in their lower limbs, which one is a lot four. of people. That's yeah, a lot. One in four. Yeah. You can get them in like your pelvic area, not not specifically the vulva, but the pelvic area. Mm-hmm. Um, and this happens particularly in women during pregnancy. Yep. Um, and uh, or those who have given birth like multiple times. So right. multiple births will um, increase your 
your risk factor for that. Um, they can cause pain and they can cause pain and discomfort, but they often resolve after um, delivery. And about 18 to 22% of we- women, who, uh, pregnant women experience pelvic varicosities, according to the study. I was How many? Sorry, could you say 18 to 22%? Okay. Yeah. Um, hemorrhoids. So if you didn't know that hemorrhoids are varicose veins and it's in a really terrible area and they bleed a lot and they're just, they're annoying. Actually in my med term class, we watch a hemorrhoidectomy. It's really fun. That's not Um, fun at all. Actually. It's it's interesting to watch though. It is interesting to watch, but I think, I think it's the worst surgery in life. Yeah. It very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. It very well. it, It sounds and looks terrible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's laughing. That's yeah. Um, so uh, we, uh, yeah, because and they cause depending on the size too. Yeah. You know, they can cause itching, bleeding, tremendous discomfort. Yeah. They can get really big. Yeah, and they can obstruct, you know, bowel movements and like they can be really trouble. They can become um, strangulated, which I hear is oh, super painful. Yeah, I've never had a strangulated hemorrhoid, but. It that sounds, sounds bad. Really, and it's an emergency yeah. that oh, yeah. takes you to the ER. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hemorrhoids affect both men and women. They tend to be a little bit more pre- prevalent in pregnancy just because there's an increase in blood volume. Right. Well, and, um, pressure. and pressure. Yeah. And pressure on the sorry. vessels. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. And pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In there. Um, and oftentimes they'll, re, you know, resolve after pregnancy to the hemorrhoids, but not always. And sometimes sometimes I tell there. people they get residential hemorrhoids. Residential just, hemorrhoids. Yeah, they're just going to be there. They're just going to hang out and say, hey, yeah. I live here now. Yeah. And smaller ones usually don't cause any issues right. or problems, really. Yeah. Um, another place. I did not even know that this was a thing until I became a labor nurse. Okay. The first time I saw vulvar varicosities, I just, I just felt pained for this. Lady. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll develop in that, uh, in the vaginal area and they can even be in like vaginal varices yeah. too inside. And, um, but I saw them on, um, like the labia, and yeah. it just and they're just they're thick, thick and big and mm-hmm. they just look really really uncomfortable. Yeah. About 18 um percent of pregnant women experience these vulvar varicosities. So it's not rare. It's one in five. Like, yeah. That's ridiculous. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting um you know cuz I don't notice them super often like at a delivery or something like that. So, you know, I notice the ones that are Yeah, not all of on them the are exterior. visual. Right. right. Yeah, they can be mm-hmm. internally um, yeah, can you imagine? Oh gosh, yeah. Anyway, these two often will resolve after delivery. Yeah. Or so you hope, cross your fingers, right? Um, you can also get them in your upper extremities. You know, you can get them in your arms. It's less common. Um, and only about three to four percent of all varicose veins cases are in the arms. I, I don't know that I've ever seen um varicosities in mm-hmm. the arms. No. Yeah, that I would be able to recognize as that. Yeah. They're pretty rare. Um and they're often associated with, um, sorry, I should have read my note. They're often associated with like um, jobs that have repetitive arm movement. Oh, sure. So that, that would definitely increase your risk. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So let's go on to causes and risks risk factors okay okay of varicose veins so one of the primary causes of varicose veins is that weakened or damaged muscle or valves within the veins yeah and so um you know just so a little bit anatomy of the vein like you have this one-way valve that like helps the blood flow go against gravity to take blood back to the heart so veins take blood back to the heart deoxygenated blood back to the heart sorry i said that like four times i didn't mean to (laughs) (laughs) that's okay um and so when these, when the uh, the blood backflows through these faulty um, valves, it'll pool leading to the enlargement, and just it's also known as like venous insufficiency. Mm-hmm. Just um, so that's the that's the biggest cause. Hormonal changes during pregnancy um, also play a pretty significant role in causing these varicose veins because of, uh, de- increase in the hormone levels during pregnancy can relax the vein wall. And then this causes weakening of that valve function, which I didn't know, but that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
And also, as we talked about, um, like increased blood volume puts extra pressure on the veins. And then also, and I didn't find a whole lot on this, but um, it was also identified that advanced maternal age is a potential risk factor too. So, Well, I feel like every day you're older, you have more of a chance of having a varicose vein to begin with. Yeah. And, and then, then if you're pregnant on top of that. Yeah. And so it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It makes total sense. Um, prolonged standing or sitting for exper- extended periods mm-hmm. without movement also can contribute or extended periods standing for extended periods with movement. Yeah. So um, there was a study published in the Journal of Occupational Environmental Medicine, and it found a significant association between prolonged standing at work and varicose face vein prevalence. Yeah. So, and that makes sense. Especially if you're not like moving your legs. Right. Yeah. If you're just more so if you're there. just standing there, it's pooling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because we'll talk a little bit more about this too, but like regular movement and exercise is important yeah. in preventing in yeah. the prevention of varicose veins. Um, I, I, mine first developed when I was 24 and I was, which is really young and, but I was pregnant and I was a waitress yeah. and I did not wear any compression stockings Yeah, when, and it was just like, I mean, they like just, they just came, came. and they never left. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, they, and then of course they just get worse as they age. Yeah. Um, oh, there we go. The next significant risk factor is age. What a great <laughs> segue. Um, so as we grow older, our veins like lose elasticity and become weaker, and then it makes them more prone to the damage sure. and the enlargement. Um, seventy percent of individuals over seventy years old have varicose veins. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. You know. They're little veins. They're so fragile. And they're so fragile anyway. So, yeah. Um, not all, I'm thinking of older individuals, but as you get older, your veins and the elasticity mm-hmm. in your skin mm-hmm. get less and less. And so I'm just thinking about IVs and starting yeah. IVs on those frail yeah. little veins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, gender is a risk factor too. Women are more likely than men to develop them. Uh, just like anything Anything else i know seriously is it estrogen it's it's due to hormonal changes yeah Yeah, and that occurred during pregnancy and menopause you know so um 55 of women may develop varicose veins during their lifetime you know at some point in their lifetime one and two yeah seriously so hopefully i mean you already said that you have them so hopefully i won't get them well there you go i actually have a few but yeah i don't have them badly mine are so bad like i don't wear i haven't worn shorts since i was 24 i know <laughs> i know and it's my you it's make my me own, so hot it's my own insecurity about it i'll get them together. so this girl and i we're, we're in hawaii it's freaking 90 degrees <laughs> and she's got a, like a dress on you had a dress on two i, I used to toes. wear dresses a lot more yeah i used two to wear those kind of dresses and you had shorts on underneath and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i'm sweating just looking at you and you're like, I'm fine. I know. I'm, I'm fine. fine. I like to be warm anyway. You do. 90 so. degree weather. <laughs> I recently increased the temperature in my house you, by two degrees because I it was just not, I was not comfortable. Not. Yeah, I did. So is it 82 degrees in there? No, 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 no. Because I was having that 75. And but I it's um, my nose is cold. And so if my nose is cold in my own house, I cannot handle that. And so I put it up to 77. And now I'm so much more comfortable. Well, you know what? That's great. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I pay a lot of money to be warm. That's all right. That's fine. I mean, warmth is I go to work for a reason. Okay. Amen. All right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, genetics also plays a significant role. And so I'm gonna I I'm gonna blame my grandmother. Okay. My grandmother, who I love so dearly and is so amazing, was. She had terrible varicose veins. Okay. So and I remember fault? them. Like oh. throughout, I mean, I remember them. And she always wore this compression stockings, which I'm terrible about wearing. But always, she wore them like my whole life. She was wearing these things. And then she got them fixed when she got older. I think she was in her 70s. Oh, nice. That's really good. Yeah. You should consider going to the I'm going Vein to. Center. Yeah, it's something I'm going to do. Because they have some really cool things that they can do, which yeah. I'm sure you'll talk about. Yeah. yeah. I am going to consider that. Yeah. Um, I know a referral place that you could go to get a referral to the laser vein center. <laughs> should you oh, need great. one? Thanks. <laughs> Good having friends in the right places, right? <laughs> um, so 
obviously, if you have like a parent or a close relative, like a grandmother that you love dearly, um, can put you at higher risk. Um, they're about 80. Um, sorry, let me back up. Let me just read my whole sentence. A study conducted by <laughs> a, at Stanford University School of Medicine found that genetic factors account for approximately 80% of the variances in developing oh. venous disease, which I thought was huge. That's, I mean, I mean, that is a significant number. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. really genetics. Genetics. That, I mean, that's heavy. That is on the genetics. Eighty yeah, percent. That's. I, know. I should just eight out of ten. I should tell my daughter to start wearing the compression. Yep. Stockings now. Yeah. yeah, and actually, they make them a lot cooler than they used to. Yeah, the compression hose mm-hmm. socks. It's just getting them on. Right. I mean, it is. It is a great effort. To, to get, get those bad boys on every single day. Yeah, I think sometimes when I have people that are low compliant but mm-hmm. often complain. Yeah, um, that's me. Right. <laughs> I was trying not to point you out. <laughs> yeah. um, I say go get like the sports Nike or Under Armour um, compression socks, socks. because – they're not they're as not intense, so um, but they also don't have as much mercury pressure within them right. to hold as much compression, but they're better than nothing. And they if are. you're going to put them on your body, it will help reduce your symptoms. Yeah. And, it's yeah. True. It's Sorry true. to Thank call you. you out there. Thank mm-hmm. you that for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Moving on. Okay. All right. So another risk factor, the last one I'm going to talk about is obesity. And so if you just think about excess weight that puts added pressure on the leg veins, sure, mostly, but it can be anywhere. Um, and it impairs that blood, f- blood flow, increasing the likelihood of valvular damage. So anyway, maintaining a healthy weight can really help to reduce this risk. And I'll mention that again. Um, so symptoms. So we did, we've talked about some of the symptoms. Um, one of like the well, we'll talk about signs and symptoms. Yeah. But one of like the visual signs that you can see are those twisty veins. I mean, they're very it's pretty obvious. And they're usually bulgy. They're bulgy. They're they're just surface. big and bulgy. Yeah, surface. They're blue. You know, they stand out against your skin color, whatever your skin color is often. Um, and they can be, yeah, blue or purple or kind of red. Um, and they appear like rape uh raised and rope like. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you were just going to go buy it. And I was like, that's so funny. You put those two words together and it came up with rape. Raised it. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> rope. Yeah. No, rope like. Yeah, no, you said you said rape first and then you said raised and rope. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Words. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I said, then we're just going past it. It's fine. It's fine. Because I didn't <laughs> recognize that I had done it. Okay, very good. But you did. That's All funny. right. And so did everyone else. So I'm glad you really said something. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Um, another uh, another symptom is like leg pain or discomfort, and this can come in yeah. various ways. It can yeah, be aching, throbbing, cramping sensations. Um, the pain can worsen after like prolonged periods of standing or sitting, and can improve with like elevating your legs or going for a walk. Um, leg pain is reported by about seventy nine percent of patients uh, being seen for varicose veins. Yeah, uh, swelling. Um, the accumulation of fluid occurs to like the poor circulation caused by the dysfunctional valves um, within those affected blood vessels. And about 90% of patients um, with varicose veins in the extremities experience edema in the legs or yeah. swelling. So, which makes sense. Um, itching, um, itching and skin discoloration. So this is my biggest symptom. Like they itch so bad. And one reason I haven't maybe taken care of them is because they haven't caused me really discomfort other than like the itching. But sometimes itching is a form of torture. No, it is. It's terrible. And it's usually in like this one spot. Um, Anyway, it's terrible. But it's caused by, and I didn't know this until I was researching this podcast, like, why is this itching? And I never occurred to me to, like, look it up. But because it didn't make sense to me, why am I itching outside? But it's because of the inflammation. It's like a histamine response. Yes. Yeah. So it's that um, inflammation caused by that venous insufficiency. Like, Mm -hmm. things aren't working right correctly. So so you're going to cause this inflammation. And it's putting it out to the surface of the skin to cause the itching. It's wild. Anyway. Yeah. 
So um, over time, um, this can lead to like skin changes uh, in the skin pigmentation um, and can result in like a brownish or reddish discoloration of the skin yeah. over time. Um, 55% of patients um, experience itching and 45% um, experience discoloration, skin discoloration. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So those are all the signs and symptoms. Did That's I miss a, any? Uh, I'd. I don't know. Pain and itching, discoloration. Why? No, I don't think so. I got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Fuck I, this. I think so. I, don't know. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Okay. So talking about treatments, of course, you know, you're always going to go from the least invasive treatment first to the most invasive, sure. right? If it doesn't work. So that's the order I'm going to kind of talk about these in. Okay. So, um, Compression therapy, and this is like the first line treatment. We talked about that. They make these amazing put on the socks, socks and put on the socks. Um, and it, they really do work. Like when I wear them. Okay. So for example, I I try to wear them when I travel on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like I have this like restless leg thing going on on the airplane if I have yeah. them. But when I wear these compression socks, not the whole stockings, but the socks up to my knees, like I don't have any of that discomfort at all in an airplane. Yeah. So it's like really that shows like if I I should just wear them. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I also I also tell people to do ABCs on the airplane with their their ankles. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah totally or like before. calf raises. Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. I do do like those little calf raises and stuff. Yeah. But these socks really help. Like everyone should just wear them on the plane. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I say. Okay. She says, <laughs> if you have now, if you have varicostes or varicose veins right behind your knee, mm, you're probably going to want to wear the ones that go all the way up. That go all because the way up. otherwise it cuts right into that there. Well, that's where I do have them. Oh, so it helps anyway? Well, I just try to pull them way up here. Oh, like, above, like above my knee. Okay. Like, because they make them that'll come like right above your knee okay because i do that's where i get the most itching is the yeah. ones like right right on my um, right on the crease. joint the crease yeah, yeah there you go okay so um yeah it just really it helps with pain the heaviness that you can feel like the swelling right it yeah. just really helps alleviate a lot of the the stuff Okay, so sclerotherapy, this is a minimally invasive procedure where a solution is ejected into the affected vein and it causes it to collapse and then eventually fade away. Like how? Yeah. I don't know. Because it dies off. I know, but. Right, oh, no, no, to- I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. In, in my, my brain. brain <laughs> no, no, no. In my brain, when I read that, it was like some kind of Harry Potter magic where the vein disintegrates into your body. And I don't <laughs> think that's how ha- that happens. I don't think that's what happens. It's, it's there, but you're not going to see it anymore. But there's no. There's, uh, no, there's, there's no, there's no blood through. Yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no blood going through it. So it'll, it'll go, it will go away. Okay. But it doesn't like, Never mind. I'm going to stop. Okay. Moving on. So this has been used for a long time, many decades, and it has um, shown to be effective, an effective treatment for most people. Okay. So then you have this laser, it's called endovenous laser ablation or EVLA. And this is a relatively new technique where it uses this laser energy yeah. uh, to heat and seal off the veins within. So when you go okay. to a laser vein treatment center, yeah. that's probably what they do, I bet. Yeah. They use lasers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As evidenced by the laser The laser ablation. Yeah, the laser <laughs> vein center, right. Um, there's a high success rate for this. This is really yeah. effective, too. Um, in both symptom relief and cosmetic improvement, which is why people do it. Yeah. Right? So. And then, I'd never heard of this, and they may do this at, like, laser vein center, too. But it's a radio frequency ablation, or an RFA. And so, um, this involves using radio frequency energy to heat and close off the affected vein. So, I, I don't know the difference between laser technology and radio frequency technology. Oh, you didn't look that up? I didn't. And honestly, I'm not super interested in that. Okay, fine. So um, I just pass that up. Just know that they're different. Okay. And, but they have the same result. Okay. So, um, so I wonder if it depends on like what type of varicose yes. you have. Yeah. To it, determine what treatment would be. And that's going to be for everything. They're sure. going to look at your, um, yeah, your situ what you got going on, and they're gonna they're gonna look recommend- at your situation. They're gonna look at your situation like everything else and recommend yeah. the best thing for you. Yeah, I yeah. think that's great. And you know, too, maybe what they have available at their particular disposal. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, high satisfaction patient satisfaction rates. Okay, and then 
um, there is, it's called ambulatory um, phlebectomy or microphlebectomy. And this involves making tiny incisions through which the vein is then removed using these special hooks or forceps, kind of like what you described. It's so creepy. Yeah. And so now this is great because this can be done outpatient, minimal scarring and under local anesthesia. So you don't have to be, you know, have general anesthesia and then have all the risks involved with that. So, and again, they make just like little incisions on either side, clip it off and just whip it on out. Yeah. So that is probably what they did. During that, I'm, I would imagine that's what they did, but when it comes out of wherever it is, it's crazy because it's just this tubular, like, yeah, section they, of- it's probably what they it, the most they probably used this maybe the saphenous vein, the primary saphenous vein. Okay, I don't know because it's bigger because it, they used it as a valve in the heart. Oh, yes. They used it as a valve. In I the think heart? so, or like um, not a valve, but a like a, I don't know what they used it for, but they use part of that vein as they're repairing the heart. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That's really. Interesting. I don't know what they did. I was a, a nursing student. Okay, <laughs> right. I, I know nothing, but yeah, I just remember thinking, this is the craziest yeah. thing. And then they asked me about acid base balance of what was on the bypass machine. They, they asked, they, they asked you the to, student, they were, oh, they were trying gosh. to get me and I got it right. Which oh, was so great. I don't know how I did. It was by the grace. That of had God. to have been a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> I had four options. I, know, right? I guessed right. I had a 25% <laughs> chance. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they yeah. started talking to me more. Oh, because they was didn't so think you great. were just a dumb student. Right. You were <laughs> it's knowledgeable about acid base. <laughs> I would I would have likely failed that question. Okay. Oh man. Um so then the last treatment I'm gonna talk about for varicose veins is this ligation and stripping. And I was like, what is the difference between this ambulatory phlebectomy and this ligation and stripping? The ligation and stripping is that's m- a much more extensive incision that's made. Um, it has to be done um, under general anesthesia. These are probably bigger veins. And yeah, it's, yeah, I think so for the bigger veins. This is where I, they mentioned the saphenous vein. Yeah. Um, and that runs from your ankle to your groin, actually. it's That really, is the one. Yeah. That's crazy. That is the one. <laughs> and so they'll like tie off, uh, which is the ligation part, uh, be, before removing them, which is the stripping. Yeah. Anyway, um, this also has like long-term results, right? Because you take out the whole thing. Like it's, yeah, yeah it's there's, just, there's no flow if there's, there's no, no, no vein. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. That our is bodies yeah. can compensate for things like removing an entire giant vein. <laughs> I mean, we, we have this stuff in this vein for a reason. You think, right? <laughs> we just get rid of it and your body just redirects things. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, this is going to be like last ditch effort, I think, or maybe you're not a candidate for the other things, or maybe it's a really, yeah, this larger vein that's, you know, not going to work with this ambulatory phlebectomy or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So those are all the ways that you can uh, deal with these bad boys. Um, bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? do? Yeah. That right there. Did that age me? <laughs> I probably did. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, so how do we prevent varicose veins? That's what everybody wants Compression to know. Compression socks. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah. Being I, a man. That Those, yep, right there. Those two things. Um, but really, like, if you think about, like, I should have. Started when you were 24. Started when I was 20. Wearing the or compression whatever, socks. Right? Yeah, wearing those. Like, I should have looked at my grandmother's legs and been like, Megan, that's going to be you. And so go ahead and take care of that. But I didn't. And I didn't really. Because it's not going to happen to you. I mean, you're 20. Not. Nothing happens right. Nothing to you. happens. Yeah. Anyway, but it did. <laughs> and <laughs> had News I. flash, it does. I, Wear the hose. I mean, I just think like if I would have worn the compression hose. Yeah. When I was pregnant with my son, where I gained. A, I had a biscuits and gravy and truffle every day you and gained a have. lot of weight. You've already mentioned it. Because yes, I was. <laughs> those gravies and biscuits, the biscuits every day with every a truffle. Every day with a truffle a day. Like, Can I tell you that I just had 
a showgirls truffle from cookie jar because Corlin didn't have school yeah. today well that's where i ate them and from you know yes i know so i'm just like <laughs> i want to tell you that i just had one truffle today and, and i was, was delicious like, blown away well imagine eating one of those every day i can't Plus eating the biscuits and gravy it's so sweet it's like this mount well i managed goodness. i managed it every day <laughs> <laughs> well you were also pregnant and you're probably thinking i can do this because I can't. I'm pregnant and I'm I what I think I probably justified it like I am literally walking like 100 miles a day as a right. server you know what I mean but I still oh my gosh can you imagine how much weight I would have gained if I wasn't a server <laughs> well I wouldn't have been eating the biscuits and gravy in the <laughs> truffle a day listen go listen to the episode on I don't know nutrition or whatever oh episode. there was one that's yeah. what where this is all coming from that's if right. you are like what are these <laughs> girls going off on that's oh, what it is yeah. sorry we'll bring it back we'll bring it back here we are okay <laughs> so this excess weight that's what yeah. happened to me yes. and i was pregnant i had extra blood you know yeah when i was get extra anyway. pressure extra pressure so um maintaining a healthy weight and i wasn't necessarily like an unhealthy weight before but i was by the end and um yeah anyway <laughs> you are killing me I today just i just don't even know how i did that it was <laughs> it was so impressive <laughs> it was a lot oh. it was like 65 pounds <laughs> stop anyway. judging yourself yeah it's an, you okay. know it, it happens it happens it's all things right things happen it's all right you, you don't, don't know what I your mean, life a lot was then i mean you do i do <laughs> it was a, biscuits and gravy in a couple of day but everybody yeah. has a different experience yeah, and a different true. reason that things happen so no, you it's have true. to just remind yourself <laughs> to be kind thank you thank yes. you yes Sorry, I just made a gesture and I shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. I can't even. I wish we were recording right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That would have been a good one for the video. <laughs> okay. So, you know, all the ways we know how to maintain a healthy weight, right? Like diet and exercise. So, um, a high fiber diet is really helpful. Um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be, and I've mentioned this before with exercise, like it doesn't have to be this, like you're running 10 miles a day or you're working out for two hours a day. Like you don't have to do that. Like start walking or swimming, swimming, swimming or <laughs> cycling, <laughs> you know, riding your bike. All of these things help to improve circulation and strengthen the muscles that support those veins. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which I had never really thought about. Well, think that. about the muscle pumps that get the blood yeah. flowing back up to the heart. Yeah. The muscle pumps in your legs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's amazing. That was that's the sound they make. I bet. In the lake. I bet. I bet if we yeah. put us something in there listen. Were you gonna say Steph's I was, and then I backtracked. <laughs> I backtracked. <laughs> we put a stethoscope right up to the leg. It's like... all the stuff. <laughs> it doesn't. I, you know, there's gonna be like five hundred people like trying this today. Uh, if you have a stethoscope. Please do tell me what you hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah okay so then um diet and uh, consuming foods rich in food really helps to prevent constipation which can contribute to vein problems too particularly hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids yeah. yes um we talked about wearing pressure stockings and traveling and flying i kind of already have plugged these in different places throughout the episode but um yeah and so all of those all of those things can help prevent that and if you and remember that 80% or the 80% like increased risk if you have a family member. Yeah. So now go so find go out look if at you're, Granny's legs. Go look at Granny's legs or your mom or your sister or whatever and, and talk about it. And then, you know, if you're 20 and you don't have any, then you should start wearing them. Yeah. Because you are most, almost definitely going to get them if your family has, if you have a significant family history. Mm -hmm. Eight out of 10 of you. Yeah. Don't think you're the two that won't. No, because eight out of ten of you will, right? <laughs> and they're fashionable now, like those high, high um, socks. Oh, I thought you were talking wear. about the varicose veins, not yeah. <laughs> no, the socks, the compression. The so socks. Oh, yeah, that's well, the easiest thing. I feel like nowadays you can get away with wearing anything. I, the, the stuff, the kids, what they come to, sorry, that's all that I have to the episode. Let me just tell you about like the kids, <laughs> they. <laughs> they you know when i was in high school and this may have been you too i don't know I, you are a little bit younger than me but um, i am 
you're years younger than me. I am not. I live two. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> or three? I'm usually the five. old one in the I room. No, I am the old one in the room always now, except for one of our friends. But she looks like she's younger than me, even though she's a lot older than me. Oh, mm-hmm. we you, know her. Later. You know who you know we're talking about, girl. Anyway. Um, but they will, and I can appreciate, I actually like, or, okay, so when I was in high school, I did not leave my house without having my hair curled, makeup on, having the clothes, right? I would never, ever wear my pajamas to school, ever. These kids don't wear anything but pajamas They these will days. wear all these things, but mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Like they don't have, I don't, I don't think that, um, I feel like here in our community anyway, now this cannot, I can't speak for other communities mm-hmm. anywhere else, but there's not this big stigma on clothes or, you know, there's yeah. not like this pressure to wear a certain kind of clothes. Yeah. Like there was like, you had to be in the Nike and Adidas and yeah. like the, I think Nautica. there's a little bit of that. No, there is here and there, but not a but, lot of but it. But it's not like it was when I was mm-hmm. in high school. Do you know what's really funny is, um, Corlin used to not wear sweatpants even on the weekend because mm-hmm. she said, I don't want to look lazy. Oh, And I was like, really? You think that people wearing sweatpants are lazy? She said, it kind of looks like they're lazy because <laughs> sweatpants are when you do nothing. Oh. And <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting but, perception. Isn't right? it? For yeah. somebody so little. Yeah. But now since she started going to cheer. Uh-huh. A lot of the older girls wear sweatpants right. and a sports bra. Yeah. And so that's her, that's I what see. she wants to wear now. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So now it's sweatpants and a sports bra because yeah. they're active. They're right. clearly not. They're lazy. not they're lazy. flipping around the yeah, gym, right. you know? Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay. Interesting. But she won't wear pajamas. She draws the line. Yeah. But I wonder if it'll change as she gets older. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, the pajamas at school kind of bothers me a little bit. It, I hope I don't offend anybody here, but um, most, I don't know, because like school is practice for life, life, yeah. and professional, you know, learning professional skills and things mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's practice for getting a job, right? That's why you do school. And right. so, um, you know, I think I, I appreciate it when kids get up and put some effort, you know, into, I mean, even, yeah, just putting on something that's not your pajamas right. <laughs> that you slept in all night. <laughs> I mean, you know, now they do like tell if, me that they'll put on the pajamas, they'll put on a fresh pair of pajamas. You know, I don't, right. I can't tell. Who well, I think it is also important that they stay kids for a while, but oh. my son sometimes, yeah. um, I mean, I would buy him pants and he'll never wear them mm-hmm. like real pants. Yeah. And then you'll be like, can you put on a real pair of pants? And he says, I don't have any. And I'm like, well, what about the three pairs that I bought you? Yeah. They don't fit me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course they don't fit you, you know? Yeah. But he got a job. And so he does wear pants that are appropriate when he goes to, when he goes job. to work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. So there's, I mean, there's hope. If they're wearing, yeah. well, and he they, likes to wear know, athletic pants, not necessarily pajamas. No, like my son, he doesn't wear pajamas. Well, actually, he did. He wore pajamas <laughs> the other day. The other day, Ben did too. I I couldn't believe. I said, "Are you going to school like that?" <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Yes." And I was like, I cannot believe you're doing I was like that, whatever. <laughs> like I just <laughs> Ben was all matched. He had blue flannel yeah. pants on with a nice like university long sleeve <laughs> um shirt and a hoodie over it. He looked nice in his pajamas. In his pajamas. <laughs> he put some thought into his pajama set. He was like, he was dapping it up. Yeah, Michael mostly wear like he wears a lot of joggers and stuff, which I though I don't. Those are people wear those out in public all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know pajamas. Well, that was a side tangent. That totally. I was. just love that so much. And, we, and if you wear pajamas to school, like I don't care, teach whatever. Do you? Do you? That's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Megan's just getting old. No, I, excuse me. I, <laughs> I am. I am getting old. No, but I also spend all day with these humans that I am a little concerned that if they're going to be able to make it once they get out. <laughs> so anyway, no, you're, no, I'm not. you're making a, a positive little light in their world. Oh, and I hope so. They were all very excited to see me back at school today after being gone a week. So that was good. Yeah. I was excited to see them too. That's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. One, I only got an email from the sub one time about one class, so that was good. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were. That's really they got good. the mom talk. Ooh, the mom talk. That scares me. Yeah. And I'm not scared of mom. I know, because usually I don't give mom talks, but I was mm. just like. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. It's, sometimes it's necessary. Well, it's nice for them to hear things sometimes from people who are adults in the room who care about them. Because actually, yeah. I started the conversation with, I, I hope you guys know by now, after two months, of spending two months with me, how much I care about you. Yeah. You know, and so, but we're going to have a mom talk. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. That's well, it. That, that was wonderful. That was episode. it. We talked about a whole lot of things we, other than varicose You know, names, we but. did. But now you know us better. And don't <laughs> forget to true. like your story. Share. Yep. Um, follow, review, mm-hmm. like, share your story, follow, review. Yeah, do that. And we'll send you some stickers if you share your story. And give us your address, of course. Yeah, and it prompts you to do that. And yeah. we won't use it for anything else. Promise. Promise. Absolutely promise. We don't have time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. All anyway, right. That's it. Well, we hope you feel enlightened. Yeah. Have a good it- day. <laughs> I was waiting for her to say it. And then she said, have a good day. Instead of spread love and laughter. Spread love and laughter. (laughs) Bye-bye.